yes 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 hello once again welcome to another exciting edition of what i call the best match review podcast of the year this is football supplement podcast my name is dominic victor and i have officially reported to duty to serve you with the best match review and highlight of the match between manchester united and arsenal it was a match where manchester united were not brilliant on the night it was a match where pogba have all the blame and said he was a very very naughty man in giving that penalty out which gave us now the one goal lead at ultra Ford in a match where you know per america obama young got what we call the winner for us now to break that deadlock and you know make histories against this united team it was a match filled with action and lots of fun in that match i definitely enjoyed it and i hope you do welcome to football supplement podcast my name is dominic victor and i'm not alone on today's show we have i have a guest wilson emmanuel welcome again and thank you for joining me on football supplement podcast okay we we'll have the match highlight of how it went down between manchester united and us now first and then when we return after that highlight we'll get straight right into the action analyzing and dissecting how that match went down at old Trafford. as us now got what we call a winner over united breaking histories and making rounds all over the social media pierre Mirko Bomyang is our man of a match today okay let's get straight into it arsenal versus manchester united yeah the highlights when we return analysis after that stay with us heels for a penalty as bearing goes down hector bearing on the floor and it is a penalty to arsenal and the chance for pierre emmerich abemiang to get his first premier league goal in six against david de gea no problem whatsoever. Barren run in the league is over. Normal service is resumed by the magnificent Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang. Finally, Arsenal take the lead at Old Trafford. Manchester United nil. Arsenal won. And that was how it played out at Old Trafford yesterday. Arsenal getting all three points against Manchester United. Breaking that long-standing history and record. Of not getting any win 14 years at Old Trafford, who could believe it? It was Pierre Emerick Aubameyang doing the miracle and magic for us now. Of course, Bruno Fernandes has to be blamed for that penalty he gave, which saw us now get all three points against Manchester United in that match. Paul Popa is the man on our talking point for today, but we'll get to that in a bit. Manchester United, they have been struggling for form this season. They've just been struggling for form. They have not won at home in the past four games that they have played. They are still struggling to get a home win at Old Trafford. I expected Manchester United to continue from where they stopped against Arabi Leipzig. They trashed them by five goals to nothing in the Champions League. I expected them, you know, to continue from where they stop scoring five goals seems like a very high performance from manchester united over the week at arubi leipzig in, in the champions league but here they came 
on their home home ground playing against us now who have not been you know good this season and they still fumbled they still fumbled they have just they just managed two shots on target and that showed how poor they were on the night the the the, the battle was was won in the midfield between Manchester and, and, and us now the battle was won in the midfield and the combination of Popoba and Bruno Fernandes has not just seemed to be working out because these two players they have not found the sweet spot between themselves Popoba and Bruno and Bruno Fernandes when started in a, in a match they've not found any any you know sweet spots between the sweet spots between themselves because if you check the stats and the performances Pogba gets to get more sports more shots on target he gets more you know pass accuracy he gets a lot or he performs more brilliantly when he does not play with bruno fernandez where he does not start with bruno fernandez and i don't know what oligola social was expecting yesterday when he played the both of them together because these two combination has not just worked out and of course manchester united they paid dearly for it losing at home to old at home to us now was not what olegon Social expected it was not what he expected they managed just two shots on targets who could believe that just two shots on targets now manchester united brought in a goal scorer in the person of cavani who everybody knew they brought in to bring in that creativity and to bring in more energy going up front but yesterday he was very not on on target he was not on spot how many passes did he make about two or three i guess he was not particularly fantastic against arsenal in that match cavani was supposed to bring in those creativity from his you know he he's a very creative player and was brought into putting more energy in the attacking line for manchester united but he did not he did how many touches did he even make against us now he just made two or three i guess and that was how bad manchester united were on on on, on the night against us now that was how bad they were you might agree with me that cavani has not hit the ground running well nobody is supplying him with passes he's just up there trying to get himself on the scoring sheet but he has not been doing that emmanuel you know that you know that um cavani when he was at PSG, he has been a brilliant goal scorer but at united he has not been doing it well i guess it's just a few matches he has started and i've not seen those play he has been playing at paris saint-germain right here in united he has not been doing all those things he used to do at paris saint-germain here at united and i'm sure emmanuel you agree with me that manchester united and ole gola Socha, they were poor emmanuel they were poor whether you like it or not i get, whether you like it or not they were poor take it to the, i will be raw in what i say they were poor how would you get two shots on target let me not look as if i'm overblowing my trumpets but i know that manchester united were poor they were really poor and talk of the match was paul pogba paul pogba paul pogba. i can mention this name over and over and over again because this man 
has to be blamed for what happened to Manchester United yesterday. Well, let us get to hear what he says, what Paul Pogba himself said. And when we return, we'll return to him and to get more insights from you about this man, Paul Pogba. Paul Pogba, tell us, what do you have? He said he was very, very... If I let me not say anything, Paul Pogba, over to you. What do you have to tell us? Uh, you always, you know, when you, you try to touch the ball uh, before the guy, and I felt like I touched him a bit. And uh, I knew I was in the box. And I knew it would be a mistake, you know, like at the end I said, you know, I mean, the box just shouldn't give a penalty away like that. Um, just let him take the ball and uh, try to block the cross. Um, maybe I was um, a bit out of breath because running just before and uh, that made me made me do this, um, I would say, a stupid mistake. Okay, on today's episode, I have a guest joining me to analyze the match in the game between Manchester United and Arsenal. His name is Wilson Emmanuel. He's a sports analyst and presenter right here in Port Harcourt, Nigeria. Emmanuel, I'm happy to have you join me on Football Supplement Podcast. How are you doing today, Emmanuel? And hope you enjoy the match between Manchester United and Arsenal. Because I, on my part, I definitely had fun watching and listening to that match. It had all the exciting moments you need in a match. Emmanuel, Welcome to Football Supplement Podcast. I'm very happy you are right here with me today to talk about this match between Arsenal and Manchester United. You're very much welcome, Emmanuel. Very much welcome to this show. Welcome, Emmanuel. Please, a round of applause for this man. He's a good... <laughs> this man is wonderful. Emmanuel, welcome. Tell us how you feel and what was your key moment in that match. Yeah, thank you for having me on the show. I'm really excited to be part of this. Um, watching that game yesterday, it was not really so exciting, so to say, because uh, both teams were not creating much chances like that. Yeah, I think at the end of the match, both teams had just two shots on target each. Yeah, but the key moment for me in that match was, I think, obviously the penalty. And yeah, it was a penalty and I must say Popoba had a really bad game yesterday if for no other person. Popoba was was let me say the, the cause of that loss yesterday for Manchester United and I really think Oligona Soldier made a really bad decision to keep him on the pitch for 90 minutes it was really appalling and, and it made people question his decision making, you know. Uh Arsenal didn't really play well. But because of the fact that Manchester United played very, very poorly, it made us now look like what you call a prime Atletico Madrid. Yeah, and I think Thomas Partey did very well yesterday. His interceptions were very, very good, spot on. He had, I think, a very high accuracy when passing. Emmanuel, you're very correct when you say Popoba was, he was very poor. He was very, very poor yesterday against Arsenal. I could say that Popoba has outlived or has he outlived he stay at Manchester United, Emmanuel, because his performances has not been consistent. In a particular match, you see him perform very well, and then in the next match, he's nowhere to be found. And it brings a lot of questions to how this man is interested in Manchester United. Because I've noticed Popoba, he has this kind of I don't care attitude in a match against Arsenal. You know, when he lost or when he loses a, a, a pass or, yeah, when he loses the ball, he doesn't put interest. He does not show much interest in gaining the, the ball back. He does not put serious tackles against Arsenal. And, Emmanuel, what do you think about it? 
has for Pogba outstayed his stay at Manchester United? Yes, you're very correct. I think Pogba has been very inconsistent for Manchester United since signing for them. You know, today he's hot, tomorrow he's cold. Today he's giving you those uh, spot on passes and man of the match performances. And the next day he's losing balls and causing penalties. And I think he, he, he has not really outstayed his playing career at Manchester United. I think he has some few years to stay there. But I think at this point, uh, uh, Knowing fully well that the Manchester United team and their manager will not, they are not a team that will be challenging for titles. So I think Paul Pogba has his heart somewhere else and he, he needs to get his, his game, he needs to get his performance back spot on for Manchester United if he must get his playing career back on track and get a big move to a big club like, say, Real Madrid or Barcelona. Because with this performance, I don't see Real Madrid signing him. So yes, he needs to really improve. Again, if you if you compare his performance for France, for the French national team and uh, Manchester United, you will see that his body language is different. For France, he, he's like the the key man in that midfield. You know, he cares a lot. He he works so hard for the team. But when he plays for Manchester United, he's like. Uh, let me just play and you know just get through the 90 minutes and just even even the expected chemistry he was supposed to have with you know Bruno Fernandes when he came back from injury and they were like oh we are going to see the partnership between Popova and Bruno Fernandes that not lives up to that hype and I think yeah Popova really needs to step up his game but Emmanuel the whole the whole I mean the whole problem boils down to just this Ole Sosha has not been getting it right tactically. Playing Pogba and Bruno Fernandes in the same midfield position, for me, is not as a, they have not found that gel between themselves. From starts, you notice that Pogba has more records, he has more shots on target, he has more tackles won when he's not started with Bruno Fernandes in a particular match. And it has come to play in the way he plays against Bruno Fernandes and it played out yesterday because the midfield was totally outclassed by Arsenal. Thomas Partey getting all the runs left, right, center, you know, doing all the magic for Arsenal. That shows you how United were not fantastic in, in their midfield and Arsenal got good advantage of it and they played to it. For me, Bruno Fernandes and Pogba, their combination midfield, has not been good. So, Emmanuel, another question, another another question for you is Ole Gunasosha. Ole Gunasosha, has he been, you know, right tactically to play Popoba and Bruno Fernandez together? Because I don't know. For me, I feel it is not a very good combination combining Popoba and Bruno Fernandez together. It is not spot on. Ole Gunasosha, is he right in his tacticals? In his tactics? Generally, not just in this match against Arsenal, generally, in the way Manchester United have been playing, has he been getting the, the tactics right? Has he been getting it right in playing people where they are supposed to, in playing players where they're supposed to play? Because, of course, we have Donny van der Beek on the bench, who they brought in to also add some spice to the team, but he has not been playing due to the lack of good tactics for him to play on the pitch. So, what do you think, Emmanuel? Only gonna Sunshine, has he been getting it right tactically? I would love to hear from you. What do you think about it, Emmanuel? Over to you. 
Yes, the partnership between uh, Bruno Fernandes and Popo Ball hasn't really worked. And I I I don't think it's down to the tactical prowess of Ole Gunnar Solskjaer. I think it's down to the communication between Bruno Fernandes and Paul Pogba. Then again, uh, talking about Ole Gunnar Solskjaer's tactics, yesterday it, it didn't really work because of the system Arsenal deployed. Normally, Arsenal, Arsenal they play from the back, but yesterday we didn't see that at all. It was like Ateta wasn't scared to lose. If you watch the game between Chelsea and Manchester United, you will see that both teams they were scared to lose the setup they used three defenders at the back. But yesterday, Ateta didn't use that formation, and I think it helped Arsenal to get the better of Manchester United. Then, against the big teams, uh, uh, Ole attempts to play counter-attacking style of football. It helped them in their win against RB Leipzig in the Champions League, 5-0 dropping. Yes, but I think yesterday it was very wrong. It was very wrong to play uh, uh, Scott McTominay and Fred in the midfield, two defensive midfield, uh, and I think that hampered on their creativity yesterday. And Ole Gunnar tact- uh, social tactics yesterday, it didn't work. It wasn't spot on. And I think uh, 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 for most part of it, it was down to uh, 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 Mikel Ateta's prowess in his tactics yesterday. And yes, Emmanuel, a follow-up to that question, Ole Gunnar Solskjaer, at first, I was, his, I was a fan, I was a huge fan of his, of of him when he was on the wheels of course back then everybody was saying only on the wheel only on the wheel you know all those healing they were healing him at first but now it just seems as though he has lost it tactically he has lost it his decisions have not been very precise and accurate playing the right players where they're supposed to play and all the rest so Emmanuel Ole Gunnar Solskjaer, is he the right man for this Manchester United job? Ole Gunnar Solskjaer, is he the right man for United? Because I believe that there are more better coaches that can coach United and get the best out of these players if given the opportunity to you know, coach this United team. So this Manchester United, with their current manager Ole Gunnar Solskjaer, are they heading to win the... If, if Ole Gunnar Solskjaer is, is retained or... If Ole Gunnar Solskjaer is the coach till the end of the season, will Manchester United win the trophy? That's the question that everybody should be asking themselves. Will Manchester United win the UEFA Champions League? Which, of course, I know they can never win that one because they are definitely living in group stage. <laughs> but Ole Gunnar Solskjaer, is he the right man for this job? Is he the right man for this United job, Emmanuel? What do you think? Uh, I don't think he's the right man for the job. Last year, he had the chance to buy players and he has worked with players last year up to this year. And you still see that inconsistency in the team. They are still struggling. And it's like he doesn't know he's starting 11 yet. I don't think he should be keeping Donovan the big on the bench. Especially now, Popa is, is, is inconsistent. I think he should be starting Donovan big each time he comes into the you see the energy he brings to the to the pitch. You, you look at how he you know he wants to play, he wants to to hold the ball, he wants to score or assist. And I, I think I, I, I think Donovan big should be starting games for Manchester United. And <laughs> with only at uh, my United, only on the wheels, yes. I, I don't think they are going to win any trophy. I don't think they are going to win. Oli is not a big manager. 
is just too inconsistent. If you look at his past record, apart from what he did at uh, Moda, he, he successfully took Cardiff City to the to to back to the championship. So I don't think he's uh, the right man for the Manchester United job. He's just too inconsistent. I I love where this conversation is heading, Emmanuel, because. As now, yesterday, were very fantastic, absolutely on point against United team that were overrun. They were totally outclassed by this Arsenal team. Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang getting that penalty. Does it look or does it seem like Arsenal are definitely in contention for the trophy this season? Because if you check where they are currently on the log, they are 8th on the log. Right now, they are currently 8th on the log. Where is Manchester United? 15th. 15th on the log. Can you imagine that? But as now, they are currently 8th on the, on the league table with 12 points. And Mikel Ateta seems to be taking this team to the permanent site. Yeah. Because the way Arsenal have been playing of recent, they have been getting the wins here and there, in the, both in the Europa League and in the Premier League, of course. And... I believe that Mikel Ateta has started imprinting, you know, his blueprint on this his boys at Arsenal. So, Emmanuel, are Arsenal in contention for the trophy this season? Of course, with the like of Liverpool, Man City, Man City, Chelsea, the big money spenders of England, also there in contention for the for the trophy. Arsenal, what chance do they have in winning this Premier League, the Premier League this season? Don't 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 reason the way the table is now because I know everything they cannot stay there till the season ends. That one is true. Nobody should should deny that fact. Aston Villa, what what are they doing there? But Arsenal, are they in contention for the trophy? Are they in contention? Yeah, for the trophy this season, Emmanuel. Tell me what you think. Uh I think it's too early to say Arsenal are in contention for the Premier League title. Uh but one positive from them this season. It's uh, the fact that they've been keeping clean sheets at the back. They've been conceding less goals. If you look at Arsenal from previous years, you 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 have reason to believe that they've been very shambolic at the back. But this season, and I think that 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 is caused by the signing of Gabriel. He was so so fantastic yesterday. He was really confident. You know, with the ball at his feet, he could uh, easily play from the back. Uh, I think that sign alone has, uh, you know, uh, changed a lot of things at Arsenal and even Thomas Partey in the middle. Yes, uh, uh, defensive midfielder that can hold the ball, you know, has good ball retention skills. So I think it's very early to say that Arsenal are tied to contenders. For me, this is, I think, the title is between, you know, Liverpool, Man City, and Chelsea. But Looking at us now, I, I think they're in contention for the Champions League places. Yes, that's what I can say about them. But for the title, I don't think so. I think it's too early to see they are they are in for a shout at the Premier League title this season. <laughs> um, Emmanuel, Emmanuel, I I love I love the way you're responding to the questions because Arsenal have been consistent this season. They've been fantastic in their performances, back-to-back, week-in, week-out. And like you said, the season is still very early. But let's hope for, you know, let's hope for Arsenal winning the trophy. That's, that's for me. That's for me. But on the other side of things, who for you is the flop of the week or the flop of that match? But for me, it's definitely Paul Pogba or 
any other player you can choose from in that team other Manchester United or Arsenal who is the flop of the week and your man of the match performance your man of the match performance who are you going to give it to Emmanuel what do you have to say about this Uh, obviously, for that game yesterday, Popoba was the flop of the match. He was giving away too much passes, you know, losing the ball. He wasn't tracking back too much. And to crown off a very poor performance yesterday, he caused the penalty in that game yesterday. So, yes, he was the flop of the match. Then for Arsenal, I think uh, Thomas Partey had a really good game. He bust the midfield. He was uh, he, he totally outclassed the, uh, the Manchester United midfield yesterday, you know. He was putting in those tackles, getting accurate through balls, accurate crosses. So obviously, Thomas Pate was the man of the match. And finally, let me just say this. Uh, the Premier League is shaping up. Yes, uh, the big boys are taking their place in, in the table. I, I don't know what Manchester United are doing anyway. They are 15th. Yes, and, and you can see that uh, the small teams, as usual, are doing what the small teams are doing. Everton, they, they have not lived up to the hype. They've lost uh, two games consecutively now. So I think, yes, that's 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 just that uh, the Premier League is shaping up. And I hope we see more action in the next weekend. Thank you for this episode. I, I must say I had a really fun time doing this with you. Thank you so much, Dominic, and I hope to see you next time. Hey, Emmanuel, thank you. Thank you very much for joining me today on the show to analyze this match like i said arsenal they are definitely in contention for the trophy whether i like it or not i know we have opposing views but i believe arsenal in contention for the trophy this season thank you emmanuel it is a huge and a great honor having you on our show today hopefully in our next episode we'll get to have more of you and get more of your opinions on other topics and other matches that will be played as the Premier League keeps running and never ends. Thank you very much, Emmanuel. It has been fun. And I told you, listeners, I told you, you're going to love it. I told you. And there we go. With that, we'll call it a wrap on today's edition, on today's episode of Football Supplement Podcast. If you love what we are doing, go check us out on Twitter and on Facebook. It is at Football Supplement Podcast. Follow this podcast to get more you know more episodes that will be dropping like it's hot thank you very much for listening do stay safe from me dominic victor and from emmanuel wilson my guest today on the show we are saying have yourselves a very beautiful day ahead and don't forget to stay safe god bless god bless and no rest that's all for me on this end till i catch you again on our next episode bye bye